jumper by Greasel, no good. Rebound, Matthew Meyer. It was scary for a while. Shot clock is off, but the Illini are going to get past the Nebraska Cornhuskers. A run at the end of the game. It was 17-1 in Lincoln. It's 9-0 here to end this game. And the Illini win it over Nebraska. Hard fought, but a win nonetheless. And they've won 7-8. And they win it 72-56 over Nebraska. Y'all wanted a close one. Didn't end up being really all that close, but it was close for a while. Illinois still comes back, covers, gets the win at the State Farm Center, 72-56 over the Cornhuskers. Welcome in, Fasteners, etc. post-game show. Evan Kahn, Scott Beatty in tonight with me helping out. Joey Wright as well behind the scenes helping us break this one down. We want to hear your thoughts on this one, but we start with our rapid reaction brought to you by Cozad Asset Management. For over 45 years, striving to serve financial needs and build lasting relationships with clients. It's corny, Scott, but this was a trap game. Felt like a trap game for about 20, 25 minutes. The freshman came in, provided a spark. Really, the defense provided the spark in the second half, and Illinois gets the big win. They're growing up so fast. (laughs) Didn't have to say anything at halftime. Yeah. Just, you knew what was going on. At no point... Did Nebraska look like the better team on the floor? Illinois only just had to get out of its own way, (laughs) and they finally did. And the energy of Ty Rogers especially, and Sincere Harris, slam dunk! (laughs) Two hands. Yes. Uh, I I really thought was the difference in in the ball game. And, And the first eight minutes of the second half, Nebraska could not have played any worse, and <laughs> Illinois did not capitalize one iota over it, off of it. Uh, wins a win's a win. It is a, indeed, and Nebraska doesn't score a field goal for the final 627. Uh, outside of a 47-second stretch where Nebraska scored nine points, they didn't really have a whole lot going in the second half. It was 50-48 to 48 when everyone was holding their breath with 12 minutes left, and... Uh, you do the math from there. 72-56, the final. Ty Rogers, seven boards, six of them on the offensive side. So a lot of effort in the second half leads to a big win for the Illini. They are now 7-4 and four in Big Ten play. That's our rapid reaction by Cozad Asset Management. We want to hear your thoughts. Give us a call, 217-356-9397 on the fan line or the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show is up next. Shooting well, neither team, as Yoda would say, is not. The following program is an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS, along with Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS, Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations. Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics. News Talk 1400 at 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Now it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. post game show. Fasteners Etc., your partner in inventory management. Call us with your thoughts, 217 
217-356-9397 or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. Now, your hosts for the Fasters Etc. Postgame Show, Evan Kahn and Scott Beatty. Right wing to Apps, good recovery by Lawrence. Bounce pass into Hawkins, back to Danger across the lane. Layup, good. Boy, he's had some easy ones he's missed. That was a toughie, and he put it up and in. Right wing, Meyer, right side, Melendez drives right baseline and lays it in. So he didn't stuff it in that time like he did in Madison, but he gives Illinois its biggest lead. Back to Melendez out top, swinging left side F, left corner as that ball moves, popping out there like popcorn. Inside, Hawkins, layup, got it. Oh, another tough shot as he was falling down right of the rim. He just threw it up and in. Line, I did not shoot it well or run very good offense in the first half, but everybody got on the scoreboard at some point in time, cleaned it up in the second half, shooting 46% from the floor, 65% inside the arc for the game, and the Illini come away with a 16-point win over Nebraska, the season sweep of the Cornhuskers for Illinois, which isn't saying much because now they've won five in a row, so they've done that for a while, but... Illinois taking care of business here lately as they wrap up the month of January. Seven and two in the month of January, and now twenty four and seven in the last four Januarys. <laughs> See, January is a great month. <laughs> uh, the lowest margin of victory nine points, and in fact, Illinois has only had one victory this whole year with a margin of victory less than nine. Uh, but tonight was a. Uh, a what seventy two fifty six so that's more than fourteen points or fourteen and a half <laughs> which I guess is significant to some people for some reasons I I don't understand but uh, th- this team all you all they have to do is do their thing when they get out of their own way and do their thing they they really give other teams fits um, it's it's pretty remarkable. Um, th- this is a team where you go, oh, man. Could you could you be a little more effective on offense? Could you could you make more shots? Could you turn over the ball less? And yet, when they are in their defensive elite way of guarding, it almost doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a, a couple different nine point leads in the first half, and then they were either turning it over or they were. Nebraska was thrown in that zone, and more than once, the ball didn't change sides of the floor. It was just kind of a, a pass back and forth and chuck up a three, and Nebraska came down. And they've got, I, I was going to say pregame, but the numbers didn't stack up. They have they don't really have shooters, but you give them you know, that much space, and they're going to hit it. And Illinois was giving them that much space in the first half, and they were knocking them down. That's what kept them close there and in the second half, and that's what's been good about this Illinois defense is running teams off of the three-point line. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brad was really upset with uh, Greasel, I think, when he uh, w- went off. And he just yelled, guard him! <laughs> he, exactly what you said, giving him too much space when he was hitting those those shots. But second half, uh, Nebraska only shoots 28%, and as we said, most of that coming in a, a bunch there. And then 
Uh, we did get a, a text here. Apparently, Bruce was in town from Houston this week uh, over at the Esquire, was at the game tonight. Uh, glad to see the D was tightened up in the second half. And a great little pep talk from Brad Underwood. He says, see you in the Final Four. Uh, <laughs> Emphasize <laughs> Joey was talking Final Four earlier. Uh, we'll start with the Final Four up in Chicago at the Big Ten <laughs> Tournament, and then we'll go from there. <laughs> yeah. But emphasize it was a little pep talk. <laughs> a, a, very, a very small pep talk because, yeah, it, it was not drawn up to, to just chuck threes. What, what did we have in the first half? It was pretty bad. Two of six from Shannon, two of six from Meyer, and a lot of them. And we were talking last game, and Meyer did knock down one of his patented step-back threes, but uh, a lot of them weren't in rhythm. You saw the one that he hit at the very end. It was a, a catch-and-shoot perfectly in line, and, and, and that's what you like to see. But, uh, yeah, I, this was the most. I was looking back. Somebody was saying 29 threes is about the max threshold when things aren't going well. You really like to see them there in the, the low 20s. And if they take the, the ball to the hoop, look for two-point baskets on a, a couple of those, this probably isn't that close. Yeah, it, it is about the max. I, I don't know. Did you feel like there were a lot of bad threes? Sometimes. I'm not saying they were all great, but I just – I felt like a lot of them just weren't going in. No, they weren't, but they were also not very aggressive. I, I yeah. also don't want to be that guy, but Dane Danger wasn't getting a whole lot of touches. I doubt it yeah. was. It wasn't especially a whole, in the second half. Like it wasn't a whole lot of the game plan, as you could see. They were kind of clearing out and trying to get guys towards the the rim most of the time. But just when when things were settling down, especially when they were running that zone, you had guys that were sitting at the free throw line and they weren't getting it to them. So. Like to see that a little more. Also not going to see a whole lot of zones. And a couple of times when they threw up the zone, Illinois knocked down some threes. So I'm surprised they went back to it so much. Yeah, the, the difference between this Nebraska win and the last one is the last one, there was a lot more um, um, purpose mm-hmm. in how they were m- moving. And there was some of that. There were some flashes of the, okay, that was really good ball movement. And then there was some that was intended to be really good ball movement. <laughs> and there were other times, well, why are you guys not running – Offense and when the zone is like, oh yeah, yeah, oh we got to go put somebody at the free th- at the nail so we can <laughs> you know bust up this zone. Come on, guys, <laughs> come on. But the guys who did step up and do those things and, and the reason why they played a lot of minutes in the second half was sincere Harris and Ty Rogers and Jaden Epps is just kind of been that steady Eddie guy playing a, another thirty minutes here today. But uh, the, those were the guys, and and Terrence Shannon too. Uh, his defense in the second half and, and throughout the game, really frustrated on the offensive end. But he, he's not a guy who lets it uh, affect him on the defensive end. Those three guys and Coleman Hawkins as well. Just the the whole defense in the the second half when they when they do it. I mean they can they can hold teams like this. You know, 19 points in the second half, third straight opponent 60 points or less. Probably more than that. I'm just going off the the top of my head. But I'm and, and that's just a, a matter of, of guys sitting down and guarding because they're so diverse. They've got length everywhere. We've been complimenting R.J. Melendez's defense for the last few games. He didn't even play a whole lot because another guy was was doing it tonight. Ty Rogers, incidentally, with uh, those offensive rebounds and credit Andy Kimball, Decatur Herald and Review pointed out the stat: thirty offensive rebounds for Ty Rogers in 319 minutes this <laughs> season and he has six he had six tonight and this 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 stat was put out late in the game so i, th- I think that was his all of his offensive what rebounds but i mean with. his offensive 
rebounds per whatever is pretty darn good. He would be averaging four to five offensive rebounds in a 40-minute <laughs> if he's playing 40 minutes a game. And and that's that's known as rolling. He, he talked about that post game, just being ready and coming in and doing what he needed to. And he sat down, and he was the one who really slowed down Greasel there in the first half. They were throwing a, a couple of different guys at, at him, and and he was just having his way getting to the basket. And they finally put Ty Rogers in there, and, and he did it. And I, looking at the numbers here, he was he was even throughout uh, seven minutes in the first half. I guess twelve in the second half, but he finishes team high plus 16 and he was efficient him and sincere harris seven for seven you don't usually see that when, when you're looking at the the field goal percentage if it wasn't for those guys going 100 percent from the floor uh it, it would have been a, a different night well it's so. part of the brad underwood system that if you play defense and create things in transition you're going to get two foot shots <laughs> that are kind of high percentage and that's where most of their baskets came from. And Sincere Harris and it finishes with eight, three, two, and two steals in 14 minutes. <laughs> in just 14 minutes, he put up those numbers. Similar for Ty Rogers, seven and seven, and one assist with two steals in 18 minutes. And uh, we've got to pick out an MX electrifying player of the game. And if we're talking electrifying the guys that provided that spark, It'd probably be those two guys for for the Illini today. Yeah, I I, I think it could be shared among the freshmen, at least mm-hmm. those two, if not all three: Epps, Harris, and and Rogers. I mean, Epps just made some. I, th- I think Dion was talking about poise. You know, he, he just doesn't get his cage rattled and just made some a little inefficient tonight, but he he makes the clutch shots. Uh, and then you know, Harris brought the house down with finally getting the dunk and 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 Rogers is well we know what he is now seven and seven seven point seven rebounds I mean that's just that's a Ty Rogers night right e- there Epps was a, a guy I, I think three of his looks you you hope that those go in most nights and and he just wasn't hitting them but he was finding his way getting to the glass and he finished with 12 three and three as well so let's split it amongst the freshmen our MX electrifying player of the game MX electric wants to be your electrician when you're in need of electrical service for both residential and commercial needs call 217-359-7293 to schedule your project and remember relax call max let's give the trio our player of the game out top to Epps, they reset near midcourt. With three, with two, with one, Epps off the glass. He got it. Love it. Right as the shot clock was winding down, Jaden Epps, he's got that patented little layup off the glass. No good. Rebound, tap back out by the Illini. Rodgers, I think, got it. Now to Harris. Drive, layup, it's gone. Hey, Sincere Harris stirring the pot a little bit here. Epps with five, cuts to the basket, leans in underneath. Rogers layup, good. Rogers powers his way in. The freshman taking over the game. The freshman finding their way here as Illinois finishes January seven and two. Far cry from where we started just four weeks ago. Our MX electrifying players of the game here on the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show. We want to hear from you. Give us a call. Text us in. Were you at the game? Were you watching the game? Let us know. The conversation about today's game continues on the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show. Join in by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line 217-356-9397 
or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Here comes Greasel across the timeline. He got off to a hot start. He has it stolen by Shannon at midcourt, and Terrence with a layup. Right of the rim, just picked his pocket. Right on the big orange block eye and lays it in. And not a big scoring night for Terrence Shannon, 13 points, but he did have five assists and three steals. Did a nice job on Greasel in the second half, limiting him to six points after going off for 15 in the first. And the Illini get the win to wrap up January, headed back on the road on Saturday to Iowa City. And after Meyer had the big game, what, what do you know? He, he leads the. <laughs> he has a, a team high 16 points uh, yeah. again here today. Not quite as efficient. He was rebounding. He was. He got his blocks as well. And he and he was frustrated. You know, hey, if you go to a uh, your 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 standard scoreboards on a on a website, pick your website. It's going to list Matthew Meyer as the player of the game on the Illini side because <laughs> he filled it up a little bit but he wasn't the story of the game and and that's not I'm not denigrating him I'm just saying he it was these freshmen that's the story of the game and and going back to the the first half and everybody scoring and and throughout the game other than RJ Melendez that that lone basket he had in the first half everybody had multiple scores you got four guys in double figures and they were sharing the ball when when they decided to share the ball they were sharing the ball and setting guys up for shots 14 assists on 25 baskets so you you like the the way that goes and goes back to it still was it was a close game but it wasn't a, a close game and you know Brad not having to break a clipboard or a trash can or, or just berate them it's showing I, I think signs of progression with this team and just again in, in four weeks remember Northwestern was just what was that doing quick math here exactly four weeks ago today there there's some analogies i can start to draw upon now with with having kids and and there's <laughs> points where uh okay i need to explain this to you i need to show you i need to explain this again i need to draw this and then there gets to a point where if there's something i need one of the children to do i can just give them a look <laughs> because they know they know and that i mean actually it shows you that the locker room has a sense of accountability and they've progressed out of the hand-holding stage uh with 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 they, they needed maybe in the early part of the season so yeah if, if they own it and you can just say uh guys do i need to say much here <laughs> get it together and they can take it from there that actually is a i i take that as a positive sign yeah and here's uh, as i press refresh we actually had a, a texter asking about that um yeah, I I like it. I I I I think it's a good thing because there, there this wasn't an adjustment kind of game. It was get a hand in the shooter's face. It's run your offense and don't settle for threes and have some intensity on, on the defensive end and you know, you you hold the the opposing team to 19 points. So, I I I think it's it's showing positive signs of progression. With this team that that he likes to to say is young and experience wise it is young and playing together wise it was young but now we're three months in and and I think it's starting to click. If if the only way to turn a game around at halftime is to jump up and down and yell or or 
draw up new plays and schemes or, or break something or, or, or come together and hug them. I mean, you know, especially it, at this point, you know, you, 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 you there's different buttons you push, but it, you know, at this point they better know. And it looks like they did. They mm-hmm. knew and they, they fixed a lot. It reminds me of, um, you know, I'd hear stories like Phil Jackson wouldn't call a timeout when the bulls were in trouble at certain points. Cause he wanted them to figure it out on the floor and get this thing together no, these guys are not pros in the basketball sense of it, but they're good basketball players. They know what needs to be done. So thanks for that text, 309 Texter, Castle Heating and Cooling, text line 217-351-5357. Or you can call in. Joey Wright will answer your phone call on the fan line, 217-356-9397. But right now, he's going to give us an update of the scoreboard Tuesday night middle of college basketball season, as well as a big night for varsity boys basketball in high school. Boom. <laughs> there we go. It sure is a lot going on tonight, Evan. Let's start with the top 25 in men's college basketball, then we'll work our way over to the Big Ten, and then a couple of high school scores uh, and and uh, individual performances to highlight as well. Top 25 tonight. Big one in Kansas on ESPN Plus, I believe, is the only way you can watch this game. That's wow. number eight Kansas and number seven Kansas State. Am I off on that? I no, I oh no, yeah, it's, I almost brought this up on Sports Talk a while back, but there was a big game a week or so ago mm-hmm. that I saw was like on the plus, and it's like, well, shout out to the Big Ten for getting out of there. <laughs> I want to say there's a big Big Twelve game every year that's it it's is always behind the, the ESPN Plus, the Big Twelve paywall. network, which we don't get here regionally. Or ESPN Plus, so yeah, boof. And that game is number eight Kansas hosting number seven Kansas State. Kansas up eighty to seventy at home, three forty three left in the second half. UConn is on the road at DePaul, number twenty four ranked Huskies up eighty two sixty six, three oh five left second half. Number four Alabama hosting Vanderbilt and taking it to the Commodores, eighty five thirty four. The score there, they have six minutes and 59 seconds left in the second half. Halftime, number 15, TCU hosting and leading West Virginia, 36-32 at the break. And a couple games have gone final. Number 23, Miami takes down Virginia Tech at home, 92-83. Boston College beats number 20, Clemson, at home, 62-54. One game has yet to tip off. That's Nevada hosting number 2, San Diego State. It's going at 10 o'clock on CBS Sports Network. And let's go to the Big Ten. Not a ton of action in the Big Ten tonight, but there are a couple of games one of them, which is on right now, involves a top 25 team. That's number 21, Indiana, at Maryland. Maryland's up 37-29 at the break there, so we'll see if the Terps can pull that one off. The other game in progress, all knotted up at the break. A pretty good Northwestern team at Iowa, 39 all. So we'll see what uh, transpires there. And looking at some high school scores as we speak, and as I'm uh, awaiting phone calls, I'm working on the prep highlights for tomorrow's News Gazette. So I've seen a couple games come in already that I've got typed up. Let's go to Oakwood first. Dalton Hobbick ties Oakwood's single-game scoring record, scores 40 points, and the Comets beat Westville 79-59. A girls' score, Tuscola still undefeated on the year. They take down Windsor, Stewart's, and Strasburg, and Ella Boyer scores her 1,000th career points, 11th in Tuscola program history to do so. So congratulations to Ella, going to play softball at Illinois State. I, I have not seen, speaking of Illinois State, 
Maybe the game of the night in the area. That's St. Joseph Ogden hosting Bloomington Central Catholic. Mm. Illinois State commit Ty Pence hosting yes. uh, Illinois Target Cole Serta. So if I see a score there, I'll keep you guys posted. And looking around the area, Judah Christian beats Uni High 80-43. to Bismarck Henning Rossville Alvin, big win over Chrisman 65-42. Those are both boys' basketball scores. Sneak in two more. Monticello taking down Rantoul 47-39. And Unity hosts Pontiac and falls a little bit short in another Illini Prairie Conference game, 63-58. I think that's about all I've got now. Again, I'll keep you guys posted if some more scores come in. I'm curious to see that St. Joseph Ogden score. Yeah, that's a, a big one there for Ty Pence and the Spartans and lots going on across college basketball as well. We'll be keeping an eye on those Big Ten games. A lot to do with Indiana, the next opponent for the Illini Iowa in action. So, Joey, thank you for that. You bet. If you want to give us a call, Joey will welcome you on to 17356-9397. Or you can text the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. We've still got to pick out a play of the game, get you our keys to the game here on News Talk 1400, 93.9 FM, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS, Champaign-Urbana, Fasters, etc. Postgame show. Oh. How about those guys? And, and uh, tonight was uh, tonight was sincere. Tonight was Ty. Ty six offensive rebounds, but but the most important thing was just their energy yeah. and, and their effort. And uh, you know we were flat as, as as a pancake emotionally. And when we're like that, we're not a very good basketball team. And uh, it shows in our shooting. Uh, it shows in our scouting report mistakes going under screens. And, uh, you know, we were very, very fortunate tonight, but uh, my hat is off to, uh, to those freshmen and, and uh, you know, Ty off the bench, Sincere off the bench. You know, I think, I think it was a .5 DER in the last 12 minutes of the game. That's pretty, that's pretty doggone good. I think it was a 26-6 run, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. There's Brad Underwood post game talking about his freshman stepping up big, who we gave our MX Electrifying Players of the Game. Sincere Harris, eight points, two assists, and some big defense in 14 minutes off the bench. Ty Rogers, seven and seven, six of his seven rebounds on the offensive side as the Illini get the win. And Joey, we didn't speak a phone call into existence, but we did speak a St. Joe score into existence, as well as a little bit of history. We do. We think, or we're sure. We're, we're pretty sure on that because uh, last night, Ty Pence on uh, Prep Basketball Confidential and Kyle Duvall, they were saying they didn't know the exact number, but they said he needed 27, 28 oh. in that 30 ballpark to break the record. And Ty Pence scores 41 points tonight. <laughs> He's now St. Joseph Ogden's all-time leading scorer. St. Joseph Ogden's... That's over Trimble, right? That's yes. over, yep. Brandon, Brandon Trimble, Trimble yeah. now at Lindenwood. St. Joseph Ogden, 68. Bloomington Central Catholic, 55. It's a big Illini Prairie Conference win for the Spartans. And Cole Serta, 22 points. The Illini target for Bloomington Central Catholic. But Ty Pence, the man of the hour in St. Joseph tonight. How about that? Good stuff. 41. So Congratulations, sir. Two 40-point scorers tonight. That's right. He's now, as far as we know, the uh, the leading scorer in the area tonight. That was Dalton Hobbock at Oakwood, we mentioned. Had 40 in the Comets' big win over the Westville Tigers. And... 
Yeah, Ty Pence uh, outdoes him with 41. How now, about that? Now you guys are going to have to dive into the archives and see the last time two area guys scored 40 on the same night. It's true. We've had a couple couple nights where we've had a couple guys get into the 30s. Okay. But the 40, yeah, it's, it's, a, good, it's a big night for big performers. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's tough to do. I, 32 minutes to score 40, 40 points, that's, that's not too bad. I did see, I was at the State Farm Holiday Classic earlier this year, it maybe put Cole Surt on some college radars. I saw him score 47 at a game, so that tells you why Illinois may be interested in him. But Ty Pence going to do good things for Illinois State. Ryan Pedon over there, so our congratulations to him. Yeah, they got a, a big upset, I think, over Southern Illinois this weekend over there in Bloomington. Illinois, no upset. Big favorites here tonight at the State Farm Center. And we believe they covered, although that doesn't matter to most folks. Uh, 72-56. And... Yeah, just just going back to the the scoring. One and, more and point would have been the interstate score. Oh, uh, I mean, that would have been seventy two fifty seven. Another uh, interstate score. Champagne. Oh well, can't have it all. All right, we'll have to we'll have to let St. Joe know about that. Let us down just a little bit. But talking about running their stuff, and we had a text saying how it was a a controlled, mature win. And while it, it wasn't pretty in the first half. It wasn't frantic. It was chucked up shots. There were only four turnovers, and, you know, turnovers are, are going to happen. It wasn't out of character. And in the second half, it was when you're up and they were trying to, to make plays that weren't necessarily there or that they they didn't need to make. Most of the time, yeah, it, it was it was under control and, and just, just making those steps. Because what we were talking before we got going, and we've been saying it, you know, the Big Ten's gone. And, and even if it were attainable, you need some help. So you're really just doing what you need to at this point, seeing the freshmen step up big and, and guys just fill in their, their roles. That's that's what you were looking for tonight. Yeah, and, and stranger things could happen, but Purdue does look like as long as they just keep doing what they can are capable of doing, they're going to win the conference. And look, I, 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 can't, I can't turn on what – I've said for the last two years, winning the conference is a big deal and it should be celebrated. And I think it's under-celebrated compared to what people hope and want for in the rest of March and into April. So that said, I think the sights are set on just keep winning and keep being as good as you can and set yourself up for the best position you can be in in both postseason tournaments, one of them being a lot more significant than another. And if if the conference comes, title comes, great. Or a a, a chance for it, you know, if there's something happens where Purdue loses a few and Illinois keeps winning enough and it all comes down to March 5th in West Lafayette at Purdue, great. Please, please, that would be be crazy. It would be crazy. It would be also very tough. Well, and and it would only be tough because – and. Looking back, I, I, I think Penn State's a, a pretty good team. They're probably going to get a, a top eight, top ten seed in, in March Madness. But losing a, a home game, you know, that sucks. That that one comes back to, to bite you. And saw it against Indiana, tired or not, we'll get that rematch. I still think Illinois could beat Indiana on a good night. Wow, my foot is cramping so bad right now. Um Got to fight through it, man. Everyday guys. That's exactly what I'm doing. And uh, like here tonight, it could just be like an easy letdown. You know, we went and we got the win at Wisconsin, you know, whatever. And and you just let this one go by. But uh, they're they're figuring out how to win. And you just got to keep doing that every night. And I don't 
you don't want to fall into that trap of, well, you know, it's good to, to lose this game now because you, you can't win that many in the row. You, you look at the schedule and there's just no reason why they can't win every single game if they put forth 40 minutes of basketball. So. Uh, by the way, I know there's a few folks curious because the pregame, we, I, I've said, you know, Mike, you and Evan, or I said to you, Evan, you and Mike have postgame duties. Mike's not here yet. Something come up, he's fine, but uh, something unexpected came up in Michael Tulip's world that uh, that needed attention, and so Mike will be back on post game coverage next game, as far as we know. So uh, everything's good, no worries, everybody. And uh, but I'm I'm glad you all miss Michael Tulip. We do indeed. We appreciate you hanging out though, because you were at the game as well, and you help us break it down. Yeah, a few texts here on the text line um, as we are getting ready here for our Tapman's towing play of the game. Uh, texter talking about Harris's steal and, and give and go with Terrence Shannon Jr. Uh, for the dunk. That's a very, very strong consideration for a, a Tapman's towing Duly noted. play of the game. And uh, Texter wondering what Baylor would be like without with Meyer and Danger. I mean, Danger transferred a couple years ago and Meyer is a graduate transfer, and Baylor recruits freshmen, and they get transfers all the time. So I don't I'm know. sure they would love these versions of Danger and Matthew Meyer, and, and they liked Matthew Meyer. It's not like he was run off, and like you said, he's a grad transfer. Danger, though, look, I'll go back to Las Vegas because Baylor was at that event, and Illinois could have played them if the the, you know, the winner played winner, loser played loser, but they did not play him. But the Baylor folk saw Dane, and they're like, who's that guy? Because <laughs> he's lost 45 pounds and was just in a shape that they couldn't get him uh, earlier. Now, maybe that's the wizardry of Adam Fletcher, or maybe that's maturing of the body and all that stuff put together. But um, Dane Danger's change of scenery helped. And that's that's mm-hmm. always the thing. Again, I'm not saying they felt like they were in negative situations. It's just sometimes you have to have change in order to grow and get better. Um, So I don't know. You just can't say they would be this if they were there. Right. I don't know if that's what the texture was saying. But, you know, otherwise, you know, it's, it's a total hypothetical. Also, I saw another texture say, why not show press second half? And I just want to say I really no. I'm flattered, but I think the focus should stay on the players. I mean, you can do once in a while pan across press row and show us, but it's really <laughs> spotlight is about the players in the game. Well, and as it, it pertains to the press, especially with them doing this this drop coverage kind of stuff. Oh, he's press. talking defense. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. bye. The bye. press really silly me isn't in the cards. This wasn't a game that you really wanted to speed up and let Nebraska get out and transition and and get breakaway was, baskets. I, again, was was there a problem with the defense? No. I you know that, that's when they. I mean, they had this little flurry here and there. Kind of throwing things in and and broken plays or or, or whatever, but to me, it was the no point did that I feel like where's the press? Where's the press? No. Well, and yeah, as I I was waking my my walk to the kitchen, I, I said never a, a doubt in my mind when it came to this game because I didn't save a, a Nebraska highlight because anything that was going wrong, it was Illinois' fault. It was right. Illinois it, allowing there, it to happen or, was, or making a mistake. Go back to going back to what I said earlier. There's never a point where you looked and went. Eh, Boy, Nebraska's the better team here. They're not. They weren't. No offense. They just weren't. No. 
Illinois taking care of business, winning six of seven, seven of eight now. I can't yep. do math. Seven of eight now. Not too bad for the Illini. Let's pick out a Tapman's towing play of the game. Car won't start after the game. Call 217-328-2424 for the most trusted roadside service in downstate Illinois. Tapman's towing online at tapmanstowing.com. We already gave it away. I wrote it down right away as soon as it happened. I knew it was going to be the play of the game. Sincere Harris already got our MX Electrifying Player of the Game. He popped in there, got a steal, gave it up, got it back, threw it down with two hands. He finished with eight points. And was that his? F- no, that's not his first home dunk. But uh, he's he's had a few that, that have not connected, but this one was a no-doubter, and it's getting our Tatman's towing play of the game. Wilcher in the lane. Bounce pass stolen by Harris. Here comes Sincere on the break. Harris to Shannon to Harris. Had a couple more fast break baskets as well. Doing good stuff is Sincere Harrison, only 14 minutes off the bench. Really top to bottom. Again, I I, I think all the Illini can go home and and say they they played a a pretty solid game as they get the 16-point win at home. Tapman's towing play of the game. This is the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Scott and Evan with you. We'll have Mike back this weekend, but we continue to break it down next. You know he's rather aloof at yeah, times. He's a free spirit, though. <laughs> it's the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. You can weigh in on today's game by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217-356-9397, or texting the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-351. Five three five seven. Pass right wing Dawson. Rogers on him. Looking inside. Harris all over Tomanaga. Now he finally catches it. Eight to shoot. Tomanaga with a head fake. Can't fire. Dawson with four. With three. Stolen by Shannon. Shannon coming the other way. Harris with a layup and it's gone. There you go. Timeout Nebraska. Sincere Harris. Turn up the volume on defense. There you go. It was 50-48 to Nebraska with 12 minutes to go. Nebraska scored six points the rest of the way. And Illinois gets the win. Hey, did you grab any Nebraska highlights in the last four minutes and 28 seconds? No. No, you didn't because they didn't score in the last four minutes and 28 seconds. And surprisingly, the Illini went seven of nine down the stretch, and I can't imagine, other than Matthew Myers' three, the majority of those shots being taken were up close. Yeah, jumper, jumper, layup, layup, free throw, free throw. Good stuff. They got guys that can do it, and when they do it, good things happen. Illinois gets the win here, Fasteners, et cetera, postgame show. Evan Conn, Scott Baden with you, Joey Wright helping us out as well. And an interesting text here on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. I, I don't know. I'll just re- read it out. They, they say that this is a, a, a solid team but not a great team because when player A is out, they don't miss much with their depth. I think they mean A player is out. Yeah. When not- wouldn't, that, wouldn't that make them a pretty, pretty more than good or solid team? Yeah, not too bad. I, 
There's not a whole lot of teams that can do that, especially okay. considering they've got a guy down and he goes on to ask, you know, when are they going to add a ninth guy to this rotation when we already saw that it's tough to get nine guys into this rotation. Yeah, at, we at, don't know about Luke Goody still because they aren't really giving us a whole lot and they've won seven of eight with the crew that they've got. I mean, all we got is Brad said he's just, he might start practicing this week. Yeah. So your guess is as good as mine after and, that. And, but and like, you know, where He's going to play. We know he's going to play, but it's like, I mean, there's just there's not a whole lot of minutes to go around when RJ played a low of the last two weeks, 15 minutes. You know, Sincere Harris played a lot in, in 14 minutes, and there's going to be matchups where Sincere Harris doesn't really work out or Ty Rogers isn't going to play that many minutes. Yeah, but, I, I, I could I feel like it's probably a competition between RJ and Luke if, if, right. if Luke's 100%. If if we're not talking about a conditioning question or or you know whatever and and, and Brad said he's his Brad said Luke's conditioning is better than it was pre-injury you know now Brad's been known to you know uh, uh, you know expand embellish. a little bit embellish but whatever uh, he, he he's <laughs> he, he, RJ's defense is really good he's in a shooting funk. Um, Everybody but, keeps but, saying it. You know, just Luke, lighten Luke, it up. If he can't hit, if Luke's out there, you know, knocking down a bunch of shots and giving you pretty close to the defense. I mean, you know, it's a competition. You know, players have to beat each other out for spots. But yeah, there's only 200 minutes to be had out there on the floor. That's it. So if you're playing nine guys, <laughs> and and there's certain guys you want out there. I could see. Look, I, I've heard the discussion. You know, is Terrence Shannon Jr. Uh, first team All Big Ten right now? He's not in my book right now, um, but I, I think he's a second teamer, maybe a first teamer. And and I don't know that there's somebody on the team where you just go, "That's the star. That's the dude." I mean, Indiana, you go Trace Jackson Davis. Purdue, you go Zach Eady. Iowa, you go Chris Murray. L- last couple of years, you know, two two years ago, you know, Iowa is 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 the, is the dude and Kofi. You know, you were saying Kofi last year, right? I don't know that you go. Here's the guy that that TV is always going to talk about in the open because some they, nights it's they, Matthew they didn't Meyer. Even, they didn't even talk about Terrence Shannon pregame. Yeah, some <laughs> some nights it's Meyer, some nights it's Shannon, some nights. But Hawkins is probably underappreciated because his points aren't that high. Um, but he fills up the stats, so that's where I could see maybe where the texture is coming from. But you're right if 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 you've got a bunch of B plus A minus players, and you have that across the board, that's a good to great team. And that's that's what the real superstar player kicks you up a notch Mm -hmm. maybe illinois is not there well they haven't that there there's where you would like to see maybe some closer games it it wouldn't be good for the soul or the post-game show we'd be getting all kinds of fan line (laughs) calls if it was an actual close game and somebody knocked down like a last second shot but we haven't seen a guy do that but Meyer hit a dagger here tonight. We've seen Terrence Shannon go off. And going back to, you know, there, there's not a point guard question. Well, I feel pretty comfortable putting the ball in Terrence Shannon or Jay Nepp's hands at the end of a game and, and you know, figuring out what happens as if, far as if plays it, go. If you've got to draw something up for somebody to go get a shot, yeah. I might want it to be Jay Nepp's. He uh, just has that moxie at the end in pressure situations. Now, you probably got to defer to a, a 
a, a, a Shannon or a, a Although they didn't, what was that, against Maryland? Where was the shot where Epps took it in transition and they said that they were okay with it? I think that was Maryland. Yeah. Back in December 2nd. Back you in know. that, the losing month. <laughs> When he had Which a, it a wasn't whole, actually a losing month, by the way. It was a three and three month. When when he had a whole seven college games under his belt, they were already saying, "Yeah, we're okay with Jaden Epps being the guy." Well, because so, he, so they, they, they don't have, he does in Madison Square Garden. They don't have a defined dude, but I I think there's a couple guys that that you have confidence in, and they're going to go on the road to Iowa. I can't imagine that that's going to be um, a blowout. Although you never know, Minnesota. That one's probably going to be a blowout, but there's going to be opportunities where where somebody's going to have to have yeah. to hit a big shot, and we'll yeah. we'll see who will be that guy for the yeah. Illini. I I think the texture is maybe trying to be uh, complimentary <laughs> in in a way and say I think if I'm reading this in, in the be, you know because you can't read tone or, or or whatever I think they're saying no emojis here. If you've got an average rating of let's say four to four and a half out of five stars in, in in most players that you're playing on the floor, but you don't have a five-star, you know, a five out of five, you know, you're still, you know, you, there's not really glaring. Is there somebody that's on the floor you go, oh, man. Well, and, and that's, know, kind of, that's kind of where as much I'm getting offense. at. It's like how, how are you not a great team when there's not really a, a something yeah, to fact. exploit? Yeah. Although I – it's Somebody, it, it 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 does go back to the the low post. I thought Walker was exploiting some stuff. He was getting the ball and he was dishing it out. Those kind of of big men yeah. do give them problems. But Dane Danger wasn't on the floor for half of that. I think we've seen that Coleman kind of struggles guarding those quote unquote true five kind of guys. But that makes sense because that's not really you know where he's at. But they can they can spell time and and we'll get those rematches with the big dogs and, and we'll see what they're made of. So that's what we got here. Texture's elite. Texture. Elite Texture's is break. the adjective that we use to describe Brad Underwood's adjectives. <laughs> he has elite adjectives. Elite adjectives. Even Dave Revson brought it up. You know, Brad Underwood loves <laughs> to use did. the word he, elite. <laughs> he did. It, we, we all got our crutch words. All right, let's pick out some keys to the game. Brought I do as well. <laughs> brought to you by Hickory Point Bank with roots right here in our Champaign-Urbana community. Hickory Point Bank invested and by Game Day Spirit, the best selection of University of Illinois apparel. What were your keys here tonight, Scott? Uh, my key, is, well, there was a key part of the game. It was the first eight minutes of the second half where Illinois didn't capitalize and made the game, I thought that contributed to how the game went. Uh, but you know, the other key to the game was three young dudes that are <laughs> growing up before our eyes in these these in the freshman play. I and I and I thought a third key was Illinois actually just st- stuck with themselves. Mm-hmm. They 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 didn't try to do a bunch of different stuff. They just tried to do the stuff they were supposed to do and do it well. Because when they do it well, they're better than teams like Nebraska for sure. Yep, I I liked the defense. I, I thought the defensive effort was it. If you, te- I know you can't take it away, but half of Nebraska's points came from threes and free throws, and those are, are scouting report errors and, and putting guys on the line probably when you don't need to. And outside of that, Illinois has been playing really good defense, and Illinois knocked down their free throws. I think you can live with seventy-seven percent. That's that's not too bad, and uh, just guys uh, across the board. 
Meyer, Hawkins, Epps all get into the line. Shannon wasn't even a, a big contributor to that, but knocking down your throws, playing some defense, all good stuff. Our keys to the game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Game Day Spirit. Another texture says Luke's rehab is elite. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Another one. What is what is the average? What's the average recovery time? Or or we we just go with elite because that's what we do, right? I was we say it. We say it's elite, and we're like, all right. I was told by people who know about these kinds of things that. You've got an the ankle kind guy. of injury that he had would mean possibly a return by January or February. <laughs> so I don't know if it's about timing, but if he's in better shape. We uh, will see, right? Another text just says elite postgame hosts, and that is undisputed. <laughs> if you say so. Fasteners, et cetera, postgame show. Oh. We're the number two conference rating-wise in, in college basketball. And uh, uh, I think Big 12 is one. Uh, and, and you win seven of eight games in this league. Uh, you're doing a lot of things really, really, really well because that means you're having to go on the road and win yeah. some games. And, uh, you know, there's, there's no easy wins. We know that. And, uh, you know, it shows the grit, shows the maturity of this team. And uh, like I said, now it's February, and it's, it's off to Iowa City. And... Uh, Finishing January, just playing all the majority of January strong, the Illini, 7-2. and two. Look, I like February because baseball starts, spring training, college baseball, Illinois baseball starts up, and, uh, you know, in basketball, you're still not out of it too much. I mean, some of the teams, they kind of know, but for teams like Illinois, it's like, hey, this you're not out of the conference race, and you're playing for the best seed possible, and... There's a lot still up for grabs, but January's a good month. It well, I, I just I, want to. I was before with the remaining two hours and twenty five minutes left with it. I just want to say thank you to January. Yeah, I did. I did the math. We had a game every three point four days in the month of January. There was a lot of basketball. It's coming back. And four, February fourth, seventh, eleventh, fourteenth. So those are all two days. Two day, well, no, one it, of them is a, a three-day prep. I was looking at it, though. No, it's a, it's a nice rhythm. It's kind of like it's been right now. So you've got the, the two-day prep after the Saturday, and we saw that here today. It was probably just a lack of focus because Nebraska's in town. You've got to avoid doing that next week against Minnesota. But if you can't get up for going on the road at Iowa, midday Saturday national game, you know, you're, you're probably having problems. If it wouldn't cost me so much time, I would – think about getting over there yeah i thought it, about it it should it's if, perfect timing if iowa pulls this off i was been up and down but they're kind of in that territory where they need a win so they're going to be up on, on saturday but you're getting into a rhythm illinois is getting into a, a rhythm with the the schedule as well and it's still f- fair, fairly favorable i think you're going to get rematch games you know back to back so th- that'll be good you know yeah. go in there Show Penn State and Indiana what's up. 
come back home. Wow, three in a row. You get all three of your losses in a row. All revenge games. So it's going to it's gonna keep going in, in February, and uh, hopefully this, this young team's ready for it because it's going to be fast and furious, and they're going to be – they're going to be getting these shots from the teams. This is Iowa's only shot against Illinois. Schedule did kind of break in our favor. Well, that's what was talked about it when was. the schedule came out, and they kind of missed an opportunity there with yep. with Penn State at the beginning of the of, of the schedule. And you thought Maryland was going to be down. They turned they turned out to be a little bit better. Credit Ken Willard. Well, did you see the stat? They haven't lost in the Big Ten since sometime last year at home. Like, it's just people are not going into College Park right now and winning, and Illinois hasn't done that in, like, the last decade. Yeah, Maryland's (laughs) starting to become their Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. You just can't go go get it over there. And Maryland's up right now by six points, by the way. Over number 21, Indiana. A nice rebound and a, a far cry from what we saw January 4th up at Northwestern. And that's a, a game where if you don't give them 40 free throw attempts, <laughs> probably isn't a 13-point game. Yep. So, not uh, too... And Rutgers will be tough here it will. at home. That'll be a really... that They're, they're good. Uh, they, they know how to muck up a game and, and fight you. And and Steve Peichel is just... He's a, he's a coach. Mm-hmm. He's just a good coach, and I think they've gone. They've already gone on the road, and they've picked up a, a couple of road dubs yeah. already this year. Went to Ohio State, yeah, that controversial win. Yeah, I, you and I were talking about this. This team feels twelve and eight ish. That's what they mm-hmm. feel. I, I felt like the bottom is eleven and nine, and 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 maybe I mean, mathematically the top is sixteen and four, but uh, you know I. Maybe a 13-14 win team. Well, there's nine games left. Yeah. So if they if they go five and four, people are probably like, oh, "What's going on with this team?" Yeah, but but, but looking at the schedule, I don't think it's five and four. It might break better than twelve and eight. If you take uh, care of business, the two, what the okay, I say there's since you bring that up, there's three games where you would go. I would think Illinois might be kind of an underdog. Dogs, yeah. Rutgers, Indiana, and Purdue. Because I think you can make an argument that they might be better teams than Illinois. If it wasn't at the State Farm Center, I might give you Rutgers. But I think home court home court advantage. I'm just saying neutral neutral look at you can make an argument that those three yeah, teams might th- be better those are, teams than Illinois. Those are those are the three teams. Not that they wouldn't that Illinois couldn't beat them. I'm just saying And and if yeah, and if this team is gonna be more than solid and gonna be great, they're gonna pick up they should pick up at least one of those games, if yeah. not two or three, probably I, I, two. I don't. I wouldn't say I expect them to go into Iowa City and win, but I think they can beat Iowa. You know, I think I think they're a better team than Iowa, mm-hmm. and I think they're better than Penn State, um, and I think they're better than Ohio State, and I think they're better than Michigan. And Michigan's kind of kind of fumbling around right now. Michigan is is floundering a little bit. Chad Howard's doing okay. He he is, and he's going to be he's going to be gone, <laughs> and Juwan Howard might be gone too. Who knows? Uh, but uh, Illinois Illinois doing good stuff. I was about to look something up, but I don't remember what I was going to look up. But uh, yeah, oh oh, that's what I was going to say. Uh, January, like you were saying earlier, Illinois is just it's just what Brad Underwood teams have done mm-hmm. over the last four years. So I I think you could you could call that a trend. <laughs> 
Do we have a group here? Do we just have like to have like these a are, group these, of friends? I was going to say these are all different. There is one repeat texter, but these are these are all different texters. <laughs> so Elite. I think they're all sitting in one room. <laughs> if you guys are if you guys are zooming, you can call in and and join in on the conversation here. We're going to give last call here on the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show. Illinois over Nebraska to finish up January. We'll get you ready for the rest of the week and next game day. Uh, honestly, I think with me and Sincere, it's about being mentally prepared and just staying ready for our time. Because there's going to be some games where we play 20 minutes. There's going to be some games where we play five minutes. Um, so just staying, always staying ready, staying locked in. Um, and just when we come in, just doing our part, um, getting stops on defense, rebounding, making those extra plays. And I think we came out here and did that tonight. The freshmen were ready for a Tuesday night battle at the State Farm Center. They got our MX electrifying players of the game. Ty Rogers and Sincere Harris played a combined 17 minutes in the win over Wisconsin on Saturday. Might say they were elite. Tonight they were definitely elite and both played near 17 minutes each. And Illinois gets another win. We're wrapping up January January's over. We're on to Iowa, on to February, and as we were discussing, this is getting down to getting down to business. Um, because we'll we'll see. But I imagine after this win, hopefully you get a win on Saturday. Illinois will be back into the top twenty-five. Start. You. I was talking earlier this week. You. You just really don't want to be on that five line. That's just the worst place to be oh, when March comes around. Yeah, for a five-twelve game. So just just keep winning. Keep taking care of business. What happens in the Big Ten happens. But uh, that's what they had to do tonight. And when they, they played like they should, that's where they stretched the lead. And that's how they got the 16-point win. It'll be where, you know, and Illinois is a top 25 team in one poll, yeah. in the coaches poll. But Illinois got into the top 25 a few years ago by just winning. And they didn't beat any ranked teams. I would say right now, in my mind, Illinois – plays like one of the 25 best teams in the country mm-hmm. which i guess would make i don't know where the cutoff between good and great is <laughs> but that probably means you're at least About really 10. good yeah i don't yeah i mean the great teams you know who's really a national championship contender but we'll see yeah. illinois 16 and 6 overall now 7 and 4 in the big 10 they will toss it up again on saturday as well as that balanced schedule we're slowly getting an earlier start time each of the next four saturdays we started at 2 we've got 1:30 coming up on saturday the next saturday it's 1 then the saturday after that it's 11 a.m. so just kind of easing into everything here yeah. as we get ready for tourney time we'll get going at 11.30, we're going to go basically almost from Pella Window Saturday Sports Talk into game day. Ooh. But uh, we, we've still got a, a full week of sports talk to go from 4 to 6 on DWS and women's basketball. On Thursday, a big one against the Wolverines. We'll have that here on DWS. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. That's a big one. All that good stuff. January is over. February is a-coming. Mm-hmm. So thank you, all of the elite listeners, callers, texters. Wherever you are, podcast from, listeners from from Danville to to Sarah Gordo, we yes. love y'all. <laughs> yes, if if I I don't even know what to say. Happy belated, Scott. Hope you enjoy <laughs> your balloons. 
Thank you, Joey Wright, for They're hard us. to miss. <laughs> as well, we're going to have some fun with that helium this week as well. If you haven't noticed, there's a few balloons over by my office. It's a little subtle. <laughs> We, we had some fun here tonight because Illinois got the win. Nobody wanted to call us, but that's okay. We'll talk to you on Saturday. Mike will be back. I know you guys aren't shy when he's here. Okay. Elite analysis. Elite, elite, elite. That's the word of the night. Have an elite rest of your evening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Good night. Bye. The preceding program was an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1493.9 FM WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations.